1: Welcome back to The Things We Say, everybody. I'm Nate. I'm Sheldon. And uh, we are here now. Uh, what a terrible thing to say leading into this. Of course, we're here now. You're listening to our voices. This is why I have Sheldon do most of these inter- <laughs> intros, because I basically botch them once we're in red, and it doesn't matter what I thought I was going to say. It just ends up But you felt terrible. skippy,
0: and I said, do you want to intro this
1: one? I And you're did. like, oh, yeah. I did. I was I was overconfident. I'm, an, I'm not going to lie. I was a little overconfident.
0: And we have found that the last couple podcasts here have gotten a little long-winded, yes. and some of you do not follow long-winded podcasts. No. And you were out after. Or 20 minutes. Yes. So. Although
1: we have some people who prefer them.
0: Oh, yeah. It depends if you're doing long, boring jobs yeah. or if your life is interesting and you only have 20 minutes to give.
1: What we're trying to tell you on the things we say is stick around. We will eventually pander to you in some way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and somebody told me that they got to the end of the hour and 17-minute freedom podcast and yeah. that... They actually got interesting at the end. <laughs> <laughs> For that, I was grateful that, that they sounds, stuck it out that long. That sounds like something Kayla would say to me. But but, yes. But <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, but yeah, here we are. Welcome back. Um, I get to go this week and do my thing I don't understand. And the thing that I do not understand is prom.
0: I oh. do not
1: understand, not only do I not understand the event itself and why it's a big deal. I don't understand the whole, like, asking people to prom like you're proposing to them.
0: Oh, that's a fairly new phenomenon. Yeah, it was not a thing when I was a kid. It was not as a thing. For, like, decades, people have gone to prom, like, just being asked in a parking lot. Yeah,
1: now let me qualify this just a little bit. I was homeschooled from third grade all the way through to the end of my education. So there was no prom. Uh, I would have had to have gone with my sister, and it would have just been have hanging been out at hilarious. home. It would have been awful. It would have been awful. That sounds. I would like, pay
0: to watch Homeschool. Oh, that sounds, hour. yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not even, yeah. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. But anyway, it. so so I literally don't get it from a, I never experienced it thing. I went to one high school dance with my, my high school girlfriend, who was a year older than me. We went to a turnaround dance. And which is the one where you know the girl asks the guy instead of the guy asking the girl, which is kind oh, of I thought they just funny. played that
0: song Turn Around. No, oh. no.
1: Some people call it Sadie Hawkins dance. Ah, there you yeah. go.
0: So um, the girl so, ask the guys;
1: it's always a surprise. Yes. uh oh. oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fun going to the dance. But like, she decided like, oh, we're not going to go to prom. And it was her senior year, and she's like, oh, I just don't care. And so we did something else on prom night. I don't even remember what we did, but we just hung out. I, I don't remember. Um, But I just, I don't get it. Like, I I especially don't get parents and moms, like, reacting to this like it's... A wedding? Yeah, it's the most bizarre
0: thing I've ever seen in my life. So it's everything about the wedding. You get the dress, you get a proposal. It's all the worst parts about a wedding. That's true.
1: Without any of the good stuff. For the guys. For the guys? Well yeah, I know the girls do like that. You're you're right from a male perspective. But uh, I just I do not understand prom. I don't understand why it's even a thing. I've I will admit I've never done any legitimate research into how it started and what it is as a thing in our society. I don't even know if it happens outside of the United States. Like I don't know if that's a oh, European be a good thing question. or whatever. I have no idea. Um but I, I just don't get it. I don't get anything about prom. I don't get the money that's spent. I don't get the parading. I don't get the fact that we go and show up and watch our children
0: and/or siblings, be have their names announced. Okay, and walk but that in. is a uniquely Ohio thing. Oh, I, the whole I, I grand don't know. march. Yeah. The whole grand march. That's a stupid Ohio thing. Okay. I have no idea what parents are even doing near prom. Yeah. I. In I Pennsylvania, know. like. It was a party where you all went to, but your parents were not involved in the evening unless they were somehow chaperoning the event or they were doing the food or something. Like, but we always, what's weird about Ohio is you guys have your proms in a school or at a school type facility generally. I'm like, the whole point, the whole point was to rent out a joint somewhere. Like you were going to go to like, a restaurant or something like or a hotel. Like I don't know where yeah, a they're they're room always something. an yeah. off campus location. No, I, it was not yeah. it was not in somebody's school. Like, why do I want to go to school all dressed up? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And and much less had my parents stand there and wave to me in the parking lot. <laughs> I would have been out of prom just based on that. Yeah. But at least prom was <laughs> kind of cool in Pennsylvania. And I, I was gonna go, but then my dad uh said that I couldn't go, and <laughs> so yeah. But anyway, prom—I don't get it. I don't get anything. I about honored it. my father and mother, and I didn't go to prom. But I always thought it was cool. Yeah, I don't I, know why.
1: Yeah, I just never got it. I never had—I never had motive or motivation to go. I guess motive and motivations are kind of the same thing, but you know, whatever with that.
0: But I mean. For people that that weren't attached boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah, I would have gave you hope if, for if something my, if else. If my high school,
1: like, if my high school girlfriend had said to me that she really wanted to go to her senior prom, I would have oh, gone, yeah. I would have gone all out for it, you know, because yeah. I am just that kind of guy, not gonna lie, <laughs> but yeah, I don't get it, never will. Um, I'm sure I'll get it even less once my children are experiencing it.
0: Yeah, I I almost asked a girl to a prom. After I was out of high school because it was like she was in high school, yeah. And then, and then I'm like, no, that's weird. Yeah, that is super weird. I'm already out of high school. I'm not. I'm yeah. not doing. That. Not going I'm back. Yeah. So it never never yeah. happened anyway. So but yeah, whatever. Prom. I don't get it. Don't get any of it. All right. Sorry. That's a little more Sorry. than Sorry. you need to know about either <laughs> one of us. But we don't
1: understand prom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So tonight. We're going to go for something a little more lighthearted because we, uh, we're talking short. about... Yeah, a little shorter. <laughs> we were talking about our intro and we talk about sometimes things will be profound and sometimes things will be stupid. I guess part of that is your perspective. You may think everything we talk about is stupid. I don't know. but um, You won't listen very long. In but, <laughs> but intentionally, stupid things like pointless things, we haven't picked up on one probably since Star Wars. It's It's been a while. I
0: think Star Wars and the conspiracy theories have been the only things I've put in the category of like people might... Be like, uh oh, that's kind of a stupid topic. Yeah.
1: yeah. So anyway, today we are going to talk a little bit about superheroes. We're yeah. going to talk about favorite superheroes, superheroes we think are ridiculous, and uh, kind of what makes a superhero worth paying attention to, to us.
0: Yeah. Um, let's just kick it right off and say that I dislike Superman.
1: Yes. I hate <coughs> Superman.
0: I, I don't like Superman for this reason. And that is to me, a superhero has is is always somebody or something that has like a superpower, but they also have something that's like flawed yeah, or a way to take him out. There's a reason like it would make sense that he would somehow be not mortal, but what am I trying to say he's beatable in yeah. some way like. Iron Man and Batman, you get all that. They're normal guys. They're human. They're human, um, or even like Thor. He's super. He's he's like a, no. I don't like Thor. <laughs> I've just decided. I also don't like. I desperately don't like Superman though because yeah. the only thing that he has is really kryptonite. But he is such a baby in most of the movies. <laughs> it. I don't get it. You are a man of steel. You can lift. The entire globe, from what I've seen, (laughs) you can, you're faster than anything, you're stronger than anything. And, and don't give me this, oh, it's because he was on a planet before that the gravity was so much stronger, and then he comes to our planet, he's super strong. How is he lifting up the whole planet then?
1: Actually, I think if I remember correctly... See, now I'm going to nerd out on you a little bit because this is the thing you all got to understand. Me, I am an information junkie. Like if I...
0: I'm not. I just basically react to
1: things. No, I react (laughs) to things, but then I'm an information junkie. Like I go... Like when I discovered that Wikipedia was a thing... Oh, dear. I didn't do anything else for like six months. Like that was it. I spent hours and hours. And I understand that that is not a complete resource, but it points you to...
0: Better yeah, vetted resources. It, it, it's like, pretty good, and now it's much better than it was when I initially discovered it. But um, weird tangent. The yes. one thing that I have probably gone the furthest down the trail on Wikipedia. Totally okay. random. Okay. Is methods of execution. Ooh. I spent entirely too much time. Yeah. Going down through like the history of how people kill people. Oh yeah. It is. Twisted. It is quite the Wikipedia trail. twisted stuff. Yeah. yeah. The by the way. The least, My least favorite way to die at the hands of another person after going through all of that. Okay. It's not being filleted or drawn and quartered or any of that. You do not want to end up on a pike.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's long. The piking. That's the, long. Like,
0: the, oh, man. Yeah. Terrible. Anyway. Yeah, yeah that takes a long time. to superheroes. Anyway, back, back to continue. superheroes.
1: Okay, so Superman, in the, in the Superman mythos, he... Is not, it's not because the gravity was stronger on his planet. Th- it's, it's the relation to the sun. Our sun is where he gets his power. He's basically solar powered, essentially. What? The difference between the star that, he, that they lived yeah. near and that they developed because of whatever it was. And I can't remember if the planet exploded or if it was the star that went supernova and destroyed his planet. I don't, I don't recall. But um, it's our sun. It's because our sun is, is, is a more youthful sun. Than Krypton, and his body reacts to it because of that. So it's, he's, he's again, he's solar powered, which is putting him again more in the hippie realm, which is annoying.
0: But uh, anyway, so he comes down here as an alien. He lands, and then he's like, he is, he has no weakness. He has like X ray vision or laser beams shooting out of his eyes. Yeah. I should not describe Superman. I'm realizing I'm doing him a Terrible injustice because I don't know that the, much about him because I don't though, here's the like thing him. Though.
1: But again, I you don't like him from the reactionary standpoint, which is interesting. I don't like him because I initially liked him, but then the more I got into him and the more I lo- looked into him, I'm like, this guy is stupid. And here's my thing. My my argument against Superman would be the opposite of what yours is. My, okay. my thing that I hate about Superman is he's supposed to be basically godlike and impossibly strong and all these things, like just completely... Invulnerable to anything except for kryptonite, you know, being in proximity to w- something that was from his old world, and yet he gets his butt handed to him all the time. He's yeah. died. That's multi- what I meant he's about him he's being like, a baby yeah, instead like, of using. He's his like powers. quote died multiple times. He's the only superhero that I know of that is like died multiple times. Who's supposed to be essentially immortal? Like he's he's just he's the strongest superhero that exists, and yet he is the weakest. In that, he's constantly getting his butt handed to him by something or other, and and that drives me crazy. Um, he he is just. Yeah, it's 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 just like they took every trope and like let's throw it all together. He, he's the fruitcake of superheroes. Like <laughs> n- and I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. I mean that in the literal food sense. Yeah, like and they, what all they you took together a little bit of this cake. crap and a little and it reminds like that Jim Gaffigan go- joke. You know, I don't know how they did it. They took cake, which is great, fruit fruit which is good, put it together and made fruitcake, which is nasty crap. That's how I feel <laughs> about Superman. They took great elements of superhero Ness and blended it all together, and you ended up with this steaming mess of red, yellow, and blue, like I just I don't get Superman, I don't like him, never have um
0: and is is he like he's not like america americana like Captain America is, but well, he still, he takes that from Captain America. But in, like, a, in a sense, he is. I mean, you know, that was always that his, fruit salad, that like, was
1: always his, his, what was his motto? Truth, justice, and the in the American, American way. way. But then that has gone by the wayside in, in recent comic book years. Like he is no of longer. Of course, because it got politically right, correct. Right, he serves the globe. He serves all of humanity instead of America's interest because, yeah, that's politically correct now. Um, and that's the thing is he, he has become a politically correct character now. Um, whereas you have Batman, who's just gotten more and more dark the more they've gotten into the, yeah, ideas of what and who Batman is, which I love that. Which again, I'll just I'll 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 say I
0: Batman is my Batman is my jam. Like he is he is my guy. We if wanted I were to, to find pick, something that we disagree on. This was not it. Yeah. I I do I like Batman. <clears throat> um, I like Batman a lot and got into the Batman movies quite a bit. And to be honest, never was really into the whole superhero genre. Yeah, before those um, Nolan movies. Yeah. I, I just never, Christopher well, Nolan the, brought, the, brought Batman yeah, to the, me. The Batman
1: Begins series is what, is what I've always loved about Batman in that it's just a guy who's smart and has yeah. a lot of money and a chip on his shoulder. And that is why he's a superhero. He's,
0: he's not okay. a, I do know my favorite though. Okay. The Punisher is my favorite. The Punisher, yes. Because that goes, that's like Batman but devolved. Yes. And that show on Netflix was incredible. I haven't seen that. I'll have to look into that. Oh, my goodness. I'm it's sure not it's, one that I'm watch with you. I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's
1: horrifically violent and oh, and bloody. But, beautifully. But that's the thing is is <laughs> I always thought was interesting about Batman is because he had such a strong moral code, yeah. even though he was a vigilante. Yeah. Like, he would not kill. Like, Batman did not kill. That, yeah. that was his, his one rule that he would never break. He does not kill. I mean, he would allow people to die or, or there had been – Accidental deaths, you know, as a result of what he's doing, but he's never directly killed anybody. Like that's his, that's his shtick, uh, which I always like. That I like that idea that, like, hey, even though I've have this dark past and really am trying to work out some major brokenness <laughs> issues and psychological yeah. issues that I have through a m- really violent means, I'm still gonna have this line that I will not cross. And again, the Punisher just there was no line; just went right through.
0: There is a line that for entire the thing. Oh, is there? He only kills bad people.
1: Oh, well, but again, what is bad people? You know, what is bad people relative to what he thinks, to what... Again, yeah, it, it gets hazy. Yeah, that's the whole Right, right. Like,
0: he has to make sure they're bad, and then they're dead.
1: Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I've always... He's basically Dexter with the skull
0: thing on him. No, I mean, I've never watched Dexter. <laughs> it's it's basically good.
1: what Dexter is. Um, I, I've never really seen Dexter. I've just had people tell me enough about it to know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Batman is probably my jam. But, honestly, if I were to pick a favorite actual and a lot of people make the argument that batman's not a superhero um, and and i get that to an extent because he has no superpowers like he's just a, a but wealthy but that's why i
0: like punisher and batman I, I they agree. are both they're just
1: real, real people. people yeah. they're just highly skilled well and that's what i like about tony stark too because it's the same yeah. it's the same vibe you know really wealthy really but he has way more attitude obviously than batman does and 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 not the the dark brooding thing. He's more like the, the frat boy Batman, if you will, in a lot of ways. And of course, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. played that role to absolute perfection uh, in, yeah. in the Marvel movies for that and still does. I, I, you know, he's, he's just, he's perfect. Um, but if I had to pick a superhero that's my ultimate favorite, that intrigues me beyond almost any other superhero, I would have to say again, Batman's, Batman's just my, my go-to favorite, but I would have to say ultimate favorite has to be Wolverine. Okay. Wolverine is my ultimate favorite because he's got all of the indestructibility of Superman and yet he feels pain. He still is has the ability to be injured. He just bounces back from it really quickly and he is tremendously flawed. I mean, yeah. tremendously flawed and angry, and I mean, he's he's basically an, uh, more of more of an anti-hero than a than a hero. But I absolutely love that about him. He's this short little dude, which I always thought was funny that they picked Hugh Jackman to play him. Again, even though Hugh Jackman did a great job, because Wolverine's supposed to be like four foot eleven, and Hugh Jackman I think really? is like six five or six three or something. He's really tall, and so so I I when I, I first go ahead heard and said I never read any of the comic books so well and and again for me it was like there were comic books but then there was the x-men cartoon series in the 90s which was awesome um and that's really where i got really into x-men and the idea of that but i i i think wolverine is probably my all-time favorite again because there's so much depth to the character and he's so flawed and he's such a he's such a he's basically a step away from an animal in a lot of ways because of just how I don't know just just how aggressive I guess he is and what he does, but he intrigues me a lot. So he's probably my Wolverine all-time favorite. kills people though. Oh yeah, what's he's, his? He's line? got no qualms. Nothing. He's got no line. No line. He's he's just or allegiance or yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and I'm and and throughout the comic book series, he's vacillated in terms of being good guy, bad guy, you know, somewhere in between. Um, so he's he's just an interesting character. He's a very interesting character. Hey, and he's Canadian too. Also, oh, there so, you go. So there you go. That's something you might yes. might it's resonate with a little
0: bit. I I I have enjoyed watching some of the Wolverine stuff. It's been yeah. really good. Some
1: of them were really bad, but Hugh Jackman was always great in all of them. But some of the effects and writing were were poor. Mostly editing yeah. was bad.
0: I was trying to think. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't really care about the superhero genre. Okay. Like I enjoy watching them because. There will be some fights. There's a decent plot. There's a backstory. There's action. There's there's some heroes and some villains, and it makes for good storytelling. Makes for a good movie. You watch it for an hour and a half, two hours, and then you're out. Yeah. I don't really care about comic book history, right? And this writer and that writer in DC Universe and Marvel, right. And well, X Men and, this- and like. And Whatever this is, all those. Are, this is where I don't care. Yeah,
1: this is where my information junkie kicks in. Like I can't let things go. Like for example, um, in in the in the past, I've read a lot about uh, P.T. Barnum, just because mm-hmm. he he interested me. I've I've that whole idea of the circus and people who created those kind of things and and uh, but when The Greatest Showman came out, I loved that movie. By the way, if you haven't seen that movie, go see it. Sheldon hasn't seen it. But it's well, don't go see it. It's out of the theater. But it's absolutely awesome, and and Sheldon is a is a lesser man for not not experiencing it because it sounds like a musical. It is a musical, but it's awesome. No. (laughs) Anyway, um, but after seeing that movie, I just went on like a binge of digging deeper into PT Barnum's life, and it's so funny because. <clears throat> my family has seen it. My extended family has seen it. And they'll say a random thing like, oh, I wonder if this really happened. I'll be like, actually, and I'll throw out all this, like just this dumping of information of all these things that I've read and all these things that I've watched. And I, I am just, I, I don't know what it is, but my brain just goes into overload when I get to do that. I, I am a complete information junkie, and I love to delve in. I always tell people I am a wealth of useless information. Like
0: So have you done that with all the superhero stuff, <clears throat> like gone and got all their backstories and you care about the universe that they're in and all of that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I love character <clears throat> development. I love the idea. And again, I think it plays into the fact that I love history so much. Like I want to know where things came from. I want to know what motivated, what started, what they did. Like I want to know, even in a fictional world. Um, uh, I absolutely love that. I,
0: I was listening to a podcast this week, and this guy was saying, "It's like I hate fiction." It's like <laughs> oh. he's like, "So let me tell you about this thing." There's this. There's these guys on this planet, and they are called this. And he's like, "And here's all this history that." Never existed two minutes ago before I sat down in a typewriter and typed it all out. And you're like, oh, please, wise one, tell me more about this universe. I need to know more. And it's like, this dude is making it up off the top of his head. Fiction is so stupid. He's like, like, you care about worlds that aren't even there. You know, it's like you you care about the backstory, but there's somebody just sitting down and coming up with it and writing it. And and we care so much. But
1: I do, man. I... Like, one of the reasons I love J.R. Tolkien so much is because he he literally created languages and written alphabets and massive histories. Well, he
0: created the world as a vehicle for the language. Like, he had written yeah. Elfish. Long- yeah. And he created Elfish and then... And it's and it's el- to look- and just
1: to and I'm gonna be that guy. I okay, apologize. Here we go. None of the Tolkien spellings of elf will ever have an F in it. It's always a V. So elvish. elvish. So Thank no you. elfin. It's elven. It's he. He actually had some editors that, and again, my useless information. He actually had some editors in the American edition of his Lord of the Rings series, where they changed that, and he like was livid because that was he's like when you talk about an elf you're talking about a little thing that lives in a tree like this little impish thing and that's not what his elves were and he did not want it associated with that and he was like he was jazzed up
0: about it he had written that language and his goal was to create a world in which there was a history and how the dialects developed and how like the 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 trolls and whatever yeah um no not the dwarves dwarves yeah why am i thinking trolls been so long since i watched tolkien but like read sp- tolkien well i did i read i read the hobbit i'm gonna say i read the hobbit the hobbit is the hobbit, I, is, I may have the read hobbit some is great the but the
1: hobbit is the least of his works yeah by far and if you My ever want something that the more,
0: and you read the silmarillion which silmarillion is, way more is crazy
1: silmarillion is silmarillion is like the the original language Bible of the, of the Tolkien universe. Like it, it just gives massive amounts of backstory. And that's what I think. I I think Tolkien would have been a much more brilliant man after my own heart. Like just that information junkie. He wanted to just create these layers and this depth and the backstory and the history and all that. And I just, I
0: love that. How did yeah. we get here from superheroes? Um, but because okay. uh, we found out that I'm really dumb and I don't actually <laughs> read anything. No, that's that's <laughs> not. It's not dumb. It's just. It's just reality of differences. The way that we approach things, like yeah. Well, you don't have your head filled up with all kinds of football stats. No. So you have heard no, for these things. I
1: do. I do. Yeah, I do. So. I've I've never been. And again, that's a strange thing. I've never been into sports stats, even though baseball is my favorite sport. Never been a stat guy, which is crazy because yeah. baseball is all about I'm that. I'm not a
0: terribly big stat guy. I'm more involved in, like, the people. Like, I, I know backup quarterbacks yeah. and backup running backs on most every team and all yeah. of that. Like, yeah. Anyway. Well, let's, let, so, let me, okay, so we really went off the superhero track. But, that,
1: but that's okay. Let me ask you something about the whole superhero thing. Um, since we're on that. Yeah. Or off of it, whatever you want to call it. Why do we have superheroes? Like, why, why do you think... Why do you think in our culture the the comic book hero and the what it has turned into in in massive films and all that like why does this exist
0: for for me I I okay, you had all the comic book heroes and, and they pretty much existed in comic books and there's been like a huge resurgence yeah. as people have tried to monetize on it and make it in the movies. Right, of course. haven't figured out, okay, we go get the premier Hollywood actor, bring them in and create like this angsty backstory and, <laughs> and, and like put it on film and everybody's going to love it. They're yeah. going to flock to it and it's kind of nostalgic because like the parents have read this stuff maybe as a kid right. or at least had a cursory knowledge of what's happening and so they have their allegiances that they talked about in elementary school where they're like DC or they're Marvel or right. they're, they're like, oh, Superman could totally beat up Batman and, <laughs> and like all of that. And now they want to go with their kids and watch something and that's that's why it's popular right now. I think that we have superheroes mainly as a storytelling device. Okay, um, Culture's throughout history have had used different things as storytelling devices. You had uh, the fables, you had Greek mythology. You had all these different, and we've even incorporated some of Greek mythology yeah. into right. what we're talking about, um, which is weird that Thor is the one. Yeah, well, Norse, Norse mythology for Thor. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Norse. Yeah, he, yeah. Crap.
1: Are there any Greek? Oh, no, there are. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 Greek well, ones? Te- technically. Uh, Hercules? Well, I think I don't. I'm sure he's been. Yes. I'm sure they've done comic book stuff with Hercules. I mean, there's there's tons of stuff, but uh, I would say that uh, in a lot of ways, Wonder Woman is 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 birthed out of the whole Greek mythology. Okay. The the idea of Amazons is entirely a Greek
0: a Greek creation. Okay, so anyway, I I just think that it's a storytelling device. It's a way of um, promoting. Origin, like, truth, justice, in American way. There was a reason behind telling the story. You wanted... At the time, it served a purpose. You were conveying a certain morality. Yeah, it was, like, aspirational. Certain, like, this yeah. is who we could be. This is who we should and be. And you used the story of, of Spider-Man or Batman or S- Superman to tell those tales of morality and to kind of give somebody a hero and and a villain and, like, a... A battle to fight, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. It just, everybody's, every culture has had those things, but I think for America, it has been uniquely superheroes of late. Like, well, I think, I think one of the. Did some things, of that arise out of war propaganda? I have a feeling like Captain America
1: had to. Well, in, in the 40s, every superhero fought the Nazis. Like, yes. every single one of them. Yeah. It didn't matter. Batman did it, Superman did it. But they existed before that, I honestly Yeah, don't know. I think, I think. Superman was, if I remember correctly, Superman was started in the twenties or thirties, and Batman, Batman, I think came around in the thirties. They they started close to the same time, I believe. But uh, Superman was created in Cleveland, Ohio, which really? most people don't know, which is very interesting. Which I hate that, but you know it is it's true. What am I? What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah. I forget why, where we're why going do we with that. have yeah. superheroes? Yeah, in terms of asking? why we do the thing I think is interesting about superheroes in in terms of um the whole comic book phenomenon is all, and all that and you touched on it before you know we have methods of storytelling we have greek fables and 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 greek mythology where the greek gods are all these things but it's all it's always been attached to religion yeah so it's it's been attached to the state religion if you will you know Roman mythology Greek mythology um, a lot of the legends that come out of uh, of Africa and the tribes that you see there are are based around their religions uh, Norse mythology is based yep. entirely around their their uh, uh, pagan god structure as well so we're the first culture that I'm aware of that has been able to separate that kind of storytelling entirely from um, the idea of religion and again, there's still some God-like aspects and, and things. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people would say that, that Superman is, is very much an allegory of Christ in a lot of ways. Um, and, and I've heard that point made, and I don't remember if the people who initially did it kind of had some
0: of that idea. Um I'm with you though. I think Superman is just one of those things like let's make the greatest superhero ever. What would yeah. he have? And and he I would, would admit, have laser and eyes. He was he, would he be was super much strong. more he
1: was much more <laughs> limited when they first started. Like he didn't even fly oh, when really? they first started. No. He could just jump really really high and he would literally leap from building oh, to building said, in Metropolis. Buildings in a single, single bound. bound. Yeah. Gotcha. So they just have they've just he's kind of like a, a a luxury car. They just kept adding features. Like nothing changed <laughs> yeah. about what he is in the core. They just kept adding features. And, and after now a while, it's up, breaking for you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a jag at just all the electrical problems. <laughs> it's yeah. just a problem. But um, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm intrigued by the idea that all of this you can have this kind of storytelling and this kind of depth and this kind of mythology. But it's not attached to religion at all. It's not a, attached to a system of belief at all. Everybody who reads comic books knows they're not real. Everybody who who listens to the stories that are told yeah. knows they're not real. Whereas you look at other cultures, myths and legends of other cultures, they're basically saying, hey, here's the story of creation. Here's the story of why the gods are the gods. Here's the story of, you know, it's all based, centered around religion. Um, so that's, that's the thing that's intriguing to me is that they're, again, completely fictional heroes. And on top of that, they're not attached to anything. They just yeah. exist. It's like we figured out a way to profit off of something that was a religious experience
0: <laughs> previously. Yeah. But, and and uh, now there seems to be a big movement to get them all to fight each other. Oh, yeah, that, that's, without a doubt. So, so like the movement lately, you get Batman versus Superman. You get Civil War you get yeah. uh, Infinity War now, and it seems like they're all yeah. gonna fight each other, and that's what we're gonna do now in, yeah. in our mode of storytelling. Like with the Batman series and some of the original ones, it's like, and how many original Spider-Mans do we have? There's like so many, like introducing Spider-Man again right. in case again. you didn't get him the first time. Again. And now yeah. we've changed the actor again, yeah. and we've changed the actress again, and none of it's consistent. I don't, I honestly don't like. The current rendition of Spider-Man, I haven't really liked it. Well, it's so funny because I loved,
1: um, I absolutely loved the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series. Yeah, it does not hold up well. No, it does like, not. Like even the first one, which the first one was was awesome when it came yeah. out it is really bad. It's cheesy and it's, it's just awful. Like it's really, really bad. And it made me so sad when I went back and I was actually, I haven't even watched it recently, but I watched, um, on, I think it was what culture they were doing, a a top tens about the, the, the first Spider-Man movie series. And I'm watching, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's just so stupid. And I ate it up when I was a kid, man. I thought it was great.
0: Um, But at least Spider Man is what I would call like a legitimate superhero. There's a reason he got what he got, and it's like these particular powers, but then there's other stuff with him that's he's just normal. He's a normal human being kind of thing.
1: Well, the thing I love the thing I love so much about Spider Man is that he's a teenager. Like so, he literally has to deal. Yeah, with they finally all the, got back to that with yeah, this they, last Spider-Man. Well, he was supposed to be a teenager in the yeah, Tobey. Nobody McGuire. was buying. Yeah, that. everybody's looking at Tobey Maguire like you're forty five years old. Why are you pretending to be a high school student? <laughs> no. now? Um, but um, he, so he had to deal with all these like teen angsty things, and yes. I and I like that about him. That's a very I like flawed heroes. It's just a very, it's much more realistic to me. I,
0: I like that a lot. It could be why Superman bothers me because he's not a flawed hero. And I'm like, there, there is one perfect person that ever came to Earth and that was Jesus. And I'm like, you can't, you can't but <laughs> replicate one, but that. But again, one makes the argument that this is not the real universe. You know, it is a specific other. Okay, here's another thing that bothers me about comic book universe. Yes. Why New York City all the time with New York City and they call it they call it all these different names, like Hell's Kitchen and Gotham and all, like, they're <laughs> yeah, different routes. Metropolis
1: for Superman. Yeah. And, yeah. But they're all again, New York but City. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is legit is based in New York. Is that where the publishing was? Spider-Man is based in New York. Like, he's actually in New York City, which I always think is funny because then they make them interact with each other when one of them is from a real city and another is from... Yeah. Not, you know, not an existing city. But, yeah, that's – I've always been intrigued by the fact, like, why create a place? Like, there are so many interesting cities and towns to base things in. Like, why yeah. would you just uh, – we're just going to make up a place and call it this thing. But, yeah, yeah you're right. Like, basically, we're going to draw it like New York, you know, no matter what it is. We're going to draw it like New York. Every single time yeah it's
0: New York. Yeah.
1: And I, I that's one of the things I find really funny about um, the Batman Begins series that Nolan did because – they, if, if you think about the look of, of Gotham in the first movie, it's much different from the look of Gotham in the second and third movie. And uh, part of that is because they, they changed the majority of their filming locations. So I think the, f- the first one, I believe they did shoot in, in and around New York a good bit. The second one was majority shot in Chicago. And the third one, where was the third one shot? I don't remember where the third one was shot, but it's just interesting how they brought in elements of all these different places and basically blended it into one. I'm like, just just put Batman in a real city. Put him in New York. That's fine. Or yeah. put him in Chicago. Like, you know, that's that's great.
0: That's great. But, yeah, I've never understood the need to create a and, false place. And what's crazy is, like, you look at the rest of the world, and sometimes the entire world is in jeopardy. But it really matters what happens in New York. Right, right. Yeah. Where we're really going to fight this battle is New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. Because somehow, like, New York was the key to the whole entire world. I don't know. At least Superman goes to Antarctica. I'll give him that. He at least goes <laughs> off base a little of bit. of solitude. Oh, my goodness. That's so terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, again. What does Kyrie do with that? Because he doesn't have an Antarctica. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> Kyrie's flat earth doesn't have an I will, I will Antarctica. It's disproved by Superman flying will, to the fortress of solitude. I will
1: not even talk about that. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I think Gosh. we, I think we've got off track enough. Is no, there anything yeah, else you wanted to cover with the superhero category? Um, trying to think should we a- have superheroes or if they pretty much run their course can we have them fight each other destroy each other and be done well, is, or where does this end up in a
1: lot of ways i think the superhero era is over because when was the last time you heard of a new superhero bring, being created like these are all characters that were created like what up until the 60s and really we haven't had anything that's fresh and new since then i um, mean
0: black panther was pretty like Fresh as far as storytelling, without for a doubt. The modern, no, 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 time. And, and
1: I'm and I'm saying that in the sense that, but he's been around for since a long I think time. the '70s, really '60s okay. or '70s, yeah. So, so again, it's like the the creative aspects of of that genre seems to kind of be fading away. Um,
0: I think what you're going to see a lot is reimagining these different, characters. which is what we're and which so, is what we're saying.
1: I mean, that's what Batman Begin was. It's like, how do we make Batman completely real in the real world? And that touched off a whole new realm of. Um, of comic book movie that had never been done before, yeah. That kind of grit and realism, and and I, and I gotta be honest, I kind of, um, I've I've never seen any of the movies because I know they're they're pretty rough. But like the Deadpool movies intrigue me, like doing yeah, a rated R, uh, uh, comic book movie, and and again, he's Deadpool has always been okay. a.
0: So I did a Deadpool Wikipedia because I was uh, trying to figure out Deadpool, and yeah. I'm like. Who is he and why is he here? Yeah. And so, like, I went down that Wikipedia trail and I'm like, I no longer care. (laughs) (laughs) Although it seems very interesting, but the further I went down through it, I'm like, oh, so they just like keep him around all the time. Like, He's,
1: he's indestructible, but not unharmable. Yeah. Unharmable?
0: I and don't know if that's a thing. It's called the Merc with a mouth. Yes. And all of that. Like, yeah. I, I was going down down through the Wikipedia. I'm like, okay, well, this well, is why I don't do superhero Well, Wikipedia. And did you
1: did you see um, the X-Men Origins Wolverine? The one yeah. where it shows where he kind of gets his. And, and Deadpool was in that. Really? Yeah, I and, and Ryan that. Reynolds played him. Really? It. Yeah. But they did, I mean, people were furious with what they did because the thing with deadpool is he's always been a darkly comical character like he says ridiculous things he won't shut up he's talking all the time he's all and when they created him as deadpool they a they they removed his his swords and actually had them built into his body like wolverine you know and they had him his mouth sealed shut once he was Deadpool. and and everybody was like you have Ryan Reynolds who's one of the best smart-aleck actors out there to play that kind of a role and you literally shut him up once he actually became Deadpool which they completely rectified by of course making him Deadpool in the and letting him just go, letting him run with it. And even the advertisements for it are just absolutely hilarious and snarky oh, yeah. and irreverent and I get such a kick out of it. But uh but yeah, that that was that was they took a major hit for the way that they chose to portray him in that movie.
0: Yeah. I I I was just like, when when can this will it all end? (laughs) Will it not end? Oh, the other one that I was just thinking of that bothers me is um, Daredevil. I watched almost all of them on Netflix, and I just got to a certain point where I'm like, he just didn't care anymore. He's (laughs) blind. I I like the first the first (laughs) little while. I'm like, but how does he do it? Oh wait, he's blind. He uses this other sense. And after a while, I'm like, okay, I no longer believe that the other sense is doing all this. He's at least (laughs) peeking. Like, I'm (laughs) It sounds so bad, but after a while I'm like, you cannot chalk all this up. Like the cool part about him was that he was blind and like he was using another sense. And like there was a flawed a, there was ability, but there was also a disability right. there. They totally took away his disability. Yeah. And by the end, like by the end of the series, he's doing all this stuff. And I'm like, he has no disability. <laughs> he's like a seeing, walking around normal person. Yeah. He just wears dark glasses. Yeah. Like I'm out, I'm good. <laughs> you know, keep his disability around and yeah. I'll stay. Like you with the Punisher thing, you kept thinking like, He's just gonna eventually destroy himself. Like yeah. this whole pursuit is gonna kill him. Yeah. And and so you're like waiting for that to happen simultaneously while everything else is happening. And I'm like with with um with Daredevil, I at first I was like, Oh, he's gonna get like caught off guard because he's blind at some point. And then they just made him like Yeah. He can see and hear and walk around like everybody else. Right. And I'm like Right. Yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have never really gotten into Daredevil. I'll I'll have to look into his yeah,
0: first couple seasons are really good. Yeah, but
1: I'm talking like you know me. If I'm talking looking into oh, Daredevil, dear. I mean looking into Daredevil. I, I really know nothing like about him. I know Ben Netflix. Affleck. I know Ben Affleck played him, and people didn't like it. What? Oh yeah, in the movie he played Daredevil. Yeah, back in the day. Oh dear. Yeah, they made a movie, and I've actually heard my I have cousin. My cousin ben
0: Affleck for a long time.
1: <laughs> I liked him in some things.
0: Not Pearl Harbor.
1: See, I did like him in Pearl Harbor and I'm not proud of that now, but he I was, was proud of it then. Shot. I loved that movie. He didn't die in Pearl oh, Harbor. Oh no, that was the other guy. That was Josh Hardnett. Yes. Which a nobody knows I what happened to Josh hate Hardnett. I more than him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I I <laughs> like I, I I love that in Black movie. Hawk Down Let too. me Yeah. I loved that movie as a teenager. I hate it now as an adult in a lot of ways. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, it's kind of like Titanic. Like just show me the part where it hits the iceberg and sinks or just show me the part where they're actually bombing the thing. Like that's that's good. That's that's all we want. Yeah. Anyway, we've gotten sidetracked. Yeah, we've gotten, we've gotten
0: back on track. Yeah. Now we're gonna. Now end. we're getting
1: sidetracked. Yeah, we're gonna end because we're we're getting off into weird realms. But yeah, so we ended up into all kinds of different that's aspects of hero and hero obsession and oh, whatever. So
0: I do want you guys to tell us <laughs> your favorite superheroes yes. and where and you think why? we're terribly wrong. And why? I would and love for someone to defend Superman to me. Yes. Oh,
1: please. Yes. Please. <laughs> I, will, I will have you for lunch if you want to defend Superman to me. And I'll a, just laugh. I had a friend. I, I had a friend, Matt Shetler. This is a shout-out to you if you ever happen to listen to our podcast. <laughs> so right here. He, and I know, I know that he mostly did it to get under my skin, but I could not let it go. He was always insistent that um, Cyclops from the X-Men was way better than Wolverine. And I was like, how in the world do you even go there? Because Wolverine is basically indestructible. Like All Cyclops does is shoot lasers out of his eyes, and that's it. That's his only... Superpower, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, he'd just melt Wolverine." You're like Wolverine can't melt; he's got a if metal melts, that once solidifies the doesn't exist. To... And yeah, he just he'll just come back together and beat the crap out of him. Um, yeah, yeah. That Matt Shetler, it still gets under my skin that you made those See, insistent these, remarks these when I was the a kid. These are youth
0: group arguments, were, or like the high school arguments between like. And he, eh, again, Batman he totally beats. Yeah,
1: he just did it to get under my skin. I know that I know that for a fact, but. I still can't let it go. It was just ridiculous. All right. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) guys, thank you for listening to whatever this was. Yep. Hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Yes. We'll get
0: uh, something else next week. Yeah, we will. We'll see you then.
1: Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.